Welcome to the Woke Awards, the award show that recognizes the inane and insane antics of the woke left. There's a lot of woke idiocy out there, and it's our pleasure to bring you the best of the worst. It's been a crazy week with some horribly smelly wokeness seeping out of the sewer. And man, we have some doozies for you today. But you'll just have to wait a bit before we reveal the winner of this week's Woke Award, which we affectionately call the Wokey. Before we get into this week's Woke Award nominees, I'd like to recommend a non-woke organization, GiveSendGo.com. GiveSendGo is the non-woke alternative to the uber-leftist fundraising platform GoFundMe. Now, you probably heard in the news this week that the woke idiots at GoFundMe canceled the fundraising effort going to the brave trucker convoy protesting Canada's draconian vaccine mandates. Folks around the world had given over $9 million to support the truckers, but no, the woke mob at GoFundMe took down the whole thing. They originally said that they distribute the $9 million to other charities. And by the way, these communists have no problem supporting racist, left-wing causes like Black Lives Matter and Antifa thugs who burn down businesses. So after some backlash, GoFundMe decided to refund the money to those who donated it. Now, this was great advertising for Give, Send, Go, you know, in comparison with the woke mob-controlled GoFundMe. So Give, Send, Go is a Christian fundraising platform that doesn't cancel, doesn't censor, and is Christ-centered. Their website says it's a place to fund hope, a place to work together with the body of Christ around the world to make a difference. Oh, that's so refreshing. So the convoy organizers set up a fundraiser on Give, Send, Go, and it's absolutely going gangbusters. Fantastic. So check out Give, Send, Go, our non-woke recommendation for this week. Okay, let's get into this week's Woke Award nominees. First up is the Marxist terrorist organization, Black Lives Matter. Last week was Black Lives Matter at School Week of Action, which apparently now is an annual event on the first week of February, which the leftists in America have dubbed Black History Month, Thankfully, February is the shortest month of the year. Now, Black Lives Matter says that this so-called week of action is based on 13 guiding principles. A lucky number indeed. And here they are. Restorative justice, empathy, loving engagement, diversity, globalism, queer affirming, trans affirming, collective value, intergenerational, black families, black villages, unapologetically... You guessed it, black and black women. Now, let's ignore the complete lack of parallelism in their list for now. We'll come back to that. If you're thinking that all this sounds nice and maybe not so bad, just read the fine print. For example, if you look at what they mean by black villages, they say that Black Lives Matter is, quote, committed to disrupting the Western prescribed nuclear family structure. That's right. BLM wants to break up the God-ordained family structure of father, mother, and children. You just thought that your kids were your kids, that they were part of your family structure. Nope, wrong. Your kids belong to everyone else. And your rights as a parent, uh, well, you don't really have any rights at all, (laughs) since your kids are not your own. They belong to the village, to the collective, to raise them as the collective sees fit. 
And since these woke Marxists are all in favor of queers and trannies, as their 13 principles tell us, they're quite happy to turn your kids into gender-confused, nose-ring-wearing, racist, purple-haired monstrosities. To roll their plans along to destroy everything related to God, nature, and family, Black Lives Matter has wormed their way into the education system at all levels. There are a lot of examples of this that we could pull from, but there's a recent one that just makes me sick. This past week, little kids, preschoolers I think, at the Lowell School, now this is a super woke private school in Washington, D.C., these kids were filmed marching through their school, carrying protest signs and chanting, Black Lives Matter. You can see a clip of this floating around the internet. One of the teachers there posted this clip on Instagram with a caption that reads, quote, Sound on to hear our pre-primary friends raise their voices. What a disturbing and sickening scene this is. Little kids being indoctrinated into left-wing identity politics. Of course, these schools will flat out deny that critical race theory is being taught. (laughs) But we can see the truth right in front of our faces. These godless left-wing maggots are trying hard to radicalize our kids. Man, that's sick. So congratulations to Black Lives Matter for being our first Woke Award nominee. Okay, let's move on to our second nominee. Black Lives Matter is a hard act to follow, but don't discount our second nominee just yet. It's none other than Victoria's Secret, the lingerie and women's clothing store. Now, I have a confession to make. I'm an old fart now, but back in the day when I was a young lad, I would love to get my hands on any copy of the Victoria's Secret catalog. You could find some awesomely beautiful girls between the covers. Today, eh, not so much. Nowadays, Victoria's Secret has pushed aside its angels to give you, uh, well, first, fat girls, otherwise known as plus-size models. And now, just in time for Valentine's Day, Victoria's Secret is showcasing their first black transvestite model. Yep, a tranny modeling Victoria's Secret lingerie. Oh, I could just puke. Of course, the mainstream liberal media was all over this like flies on crap, excitingly claiming that, quote, Amira Despain is making history. The model and TikTok star just became the first black and transgender model to work with Victoria's Secret. Amira, better known on social media as, you know, I, I don't know what this name means, it looks like XOXO Amira, maybe Zozo Amira, posted a Valentine's Day collaboration with the lingerie brand on TikTok giving tips on how to splurge this holiday as a single girl. The best love is self-love, she captioned the video. The best love is self-love, really? Yeah, that's the religion of wokeism in a nutshell right there. The best love is self-love, uh-huh. But l- let's set that aside for a moment. Let me continue reading from some of the coverage of this fake boob dude. I really want to paint the picture for you. So, quoting, In the video, the 25-year-old model shows herself, yeah, herself, yeah, getting ready for a day of self-love, wearing a Victoria's Secrets robe, corset, and some suede Louboutin boots. Throughout the day, Amira grabs a single girl brunch by herself, buys a bouquet of red roses, and treats herself to a pair of diamond earrings. I don't need a man to buy me flowers, she says in the video. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't think any real man is going to buy her any flowers or much of anything else. And they certainly aren't going to race 
to sneak a peek at this stomach-churning lingerie spread. I actually kind of feel a little bit bad for Victoria's Secret because, well, even after partnering with this black tranny, some in the mainstream media accuse Victoria's Secret of, quote, an act of performative allyship. Now, come on, y'all, in the mainstream media. That's, that's a little harsh. No, I honestly believe that Victoria's Secret has really and truly gone off the woke deep end because this kind of stunt will do nothing to increase sales or their bottom line. I don't see anything of business self-interest here. Nope, it's just woke perversion gone wild. So I'm pleased to include Victoria's Secret in this week's list of Woke Award nominees. Our third nominee is the company that lets you make your home into a hotel, Airbnb. Uh, Now, Airbnb was in the news recently for banning a conservative from using their service. And why is that? Just for speaking at a conservative conference. America First proponent Michelle Malkin was banned by Airbnb just for speaking at the 2021 American Renaissance Conference back in November, specifically for being part of, quote, a known white nationalist and white supremacist conference. Well, at the American Renaissance Conference, she spoke about her, quote, according to her, three decades of reporting on the nation's demographic and cultural deterioration. Now, to me, there's nothing white nationalist or white supremacist about that. America has declined greatly over the past few decades with rampant legal and illegal immigration. And American culture overall is at or near rock bottom in so many ways. We've lost our Christian direction and embraced the worst darkness of humanity, everything that wokeness stands for, basically. But if you push back against any of the leftist agenda that makes you you guessed it, a white supremacist. Now, what's interesting about that is that if you check out a photo of Michelle Malkin, you'll see that she's obviously Asian. So I guess that makes her a white uh, or Asian supremacist? Hmm, not sure about that. Well, Malkin got this message from an Airbnb employee named Cedar. (laughs) Yes, an employee named Cedar, like the tree. Uh, It sounds like child abuse to me, naming a kid Cedar, but okay. So the message reads this, quote, My name's Cedar, and I'm with Airbnb's trust team. It has come to our attention that you were a keynote speaker for the 2021 American Renaissance Conference earlier this month in Tennessee. Airbnb's community policies prohibit people who are members of or actively associated with known hate groups. Due to your promotion and participation in a known white nationalist and white supremacist conference, we have determined that we will remove your account from Airbnb. This is consistent with action we've taken to ban people associated with this conference in past years. Yeah, so apparently, uh, and unfortunately, Airbnb has been on a witch hunt for years, banning conservatives since around 2016. And get this, they even banned her husband, who didn't even attend the conference. That's guilt by association. Of course, this kind of thing is straight out of the communist playbook. Dissenters must be punished, along with their families, for extra good measure. Malkin said that Cedar, whatever that is, closed his or her or its email by informing her that the only way to appeal Airbnb's decision is if their understanding of her participation in the conference was wrong. Well, for big tech speaking peacefully and lawfully, is grounds for banning you if you say anything they disagree with. So Airbnb joins our other top contenders for this week's Wokey. 
Our final nominee this week is the prestigious Anti-Defamation League, or ADL. And if ADL sounds like a venereal disease, you're not far off. Oh man, I got the ADL! Well, the ADL claims to be a nonpartisan outfit that stands against hatred and discrimination. But at the Woke Awards, we don't look at people's words so much as we look at their actions. And here's what earned the ADL a spot on this week's nominee list. Back before July 2020, the ADL had a definition of racism on their website that a lot of Americans would probably agree with. Here's what it said, quote, Racism is the belief that a particular race is superior or inferior to another, that a person's social and moral traits are predetermined by his or her inborn biological characteristics. Hmm, okay, all right. Now, here's what they changed it to in July of 2020, and this mostly slipped under the radar. Racism is, quote, the marginalization and or oppression of people of color based on a socially constructed racial hierarchy that privileges white people. Now, that's a big, big difference between those two definitions. They changed it to parrot the Marxist drivel of critical race theory which a large portion of the far-left woke idiots have embraced. So racism now is oppression of people of color by white people. And white people cannot, well, by definition, experience any form of racism. What's ironic is the ADL's new definition of racism is itself racist according to their previous definition. (laughs) But the left isn't known exactly for its recognition of irony or hypocrisy, and we're mostly wasting our breath pointing it out to them. Now, of course, there was a public backlash to this idiocy. Uh, On February 2nd, the organization called Californians for Equal Rights Foundation, or CERF, and 20 other civil rights groups sent a letter to the ADL raising the alarm over its definition of racism. The CERF called that definition of racism, quote, absurd and narrow-minded and a deeply offensive, illiberal, and un-American ploy to ascribe guilt and innocence to individuals on the basis of their race. Yeah, that pretty much nails it on the head, doesn't it? So in response to the public outcry, the ADL once again changed their definition of racism to something that, quote, occurs when individuals or institutions show more favorable evaluation or treatment of an individual or group based on race or ethnicity. Now, why does the ADL feel so empowered to think it can come up with its own definition of racism and impose it on the rest of us? Their attempts to mold it to fit the Marxist wet dream of critical race theory is simply disgusting. The ADL really is showing its true colors here. And it's enough to earn them a place on our list of nominees. Oh man, oh man, this week's competition is extremely tough. It's a tight race. But it's time to reveal the winner of this week's Woke Award. The coveted Wokey and all its genuine imitation gold-plated glory goes to... Black Lives Matter! for trying to indoctrinate our kids with communist brainwashing posing as education. Congratulations to Black Lives Matter. But you'll always be burn, loot, and murder to me. What's next? Are you going to teach little tots how to set their classrooms on fire in a mostly peaceful protest? Where is Kyle Rittenhouse when you need him? 
That's it for this week's Woke Award. The pile of woke crap never stops growing, so if you see something that you think deserves a wokey, give us a shout at wokeawardspodcast at protonmail.com or find us on Gab at the Woke Awards Podcast. And we're on Telegram at t.me slash the Woke Awards Podcast. Until next time, remember God, say your prayers, and for goodness sake, stay on woke.